Syria. And then he told him. Shoot them through the window eastward. That was the direction where Syria was. He shot them. And then he told go gather them. Pick them. He picked them. He said smite the ground. And the Bible says. He smote once. Twice. And he stayed. And the prophet was rough. Said you should have smote the ground five or six times. Every time you're smiting the ground means smiting Syria. And defeating it. But no, now only three times will you defeat it. But if you had smote the ground five, six times, that would be enough to completely finish them. Today there would not be a nation on earth called Syria. But even today, Syria is the greatest problem to Israel. Because someone was given a chance to finish them and he, he was slothful. He was not fervent in business. He lacked fervency in the work in the war of God. That's the problem with us today. That's the problem with believers, with Christians. Many Christians are like this man. You are given a weapon. Like Pastor Mahanjire quoted here. He said the greatest weapon ever put in the hands of man is prayer. Prayer is the greatest weapon from God in God's kingdom. When he came to equip man with the weaponage, the greatest weapon he put in the hands of man prayer. Prayer is so powerful. Oh, I've enjoyed the testimony of our Mama here. She's a very golden lady to us. Sister Catherine. Sister Catherine. How she say, came here and camped and said, I will not live here. I'm going to pray and God bless your heart. That is the greatest sweeper that God put in the hand of man. You see, there are two. Like even this quote that we have read in Hebrews. The Bible says God wanting to show the immutability of his counsel to the heirs of promise. That is you and me. He confirmed it with an oath. 
And Brother Bram comes to explain what that means. That two immutability. That two immutable things. Of God. The two immutable things. Immutable means. Unchanging. Amen. Amen. Now. The two are these. One is God's word. When God makes a promise, when God says something, it must come to pass. He never repents, He never regrets, He never And then the other one is a covenant. That is the oath. He made an oath to Abraham and us, the heirs of promise with Abraham. He made an oath to us. He saw by himself that if he will not fulfill what he has promised, let him die. That is so powerful. One is the promise of God. Two is the oath. The covenant. And the Bible says, the word of God is forever settled in heaven. The Bible says, heaven and earth will pass away, and my word will never pass away. The Apostle Paul said, if it's a danger come from heaven, if he tries to change what I've given even an angel has no power to change the word of God. The word of God is so powerful. That's what makes him God. Because he never changes his mind about his word. And he is true as his word is. You can remove heaven. You can maybe find a method by some science and you remove the, 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 the moon and the sun. But the word of God can never be removed. Whatever he said, Welcome to pass. So a weapon, as a mechanism that can change God's mind, that would be so powerful. Now, prayer can change the mind of God. Prayer can change thus says the Lord. So that means prayer is so powerful. I don't know whether you are getting prayer is so powerful. And you don't have to be strong. You you don't have to be a, a a mighty Christian. A strong Christian. To operate that weapon. You have a mighty Christian. A strong Christian. In the spirit. A warrior. No. No. 
prayer giant. Brother Branham said, Brother Branham Yagam, when the weakest Christian prays, hell is shaken. When the weakest when he prays. Do you count yourself the weakest? Sometimes you are so carnal. So carnal. When you put your da- down your knee and you pray no you disorganize her. You rock it. It's like it, it experiences a, a, a tsunami. So that is how powerful prayer is. And it is in every Christian. You don't have even to have good spiritual vocabularies. There are some people who know how to pray. Almighty God, the great of the heavens and the the mighty conqueror, the Lord of hosts, the mighty one, the beginning and the end, the root and offspring of David, we come to you in a mighty name of Jesus Christ. You may not have those terminologies. You may not know even how to speak. You may only know how to say, Oh, oh, Lord, oh, Mukama, Lord, you know, I need your help. Only that. Brother Branham talks about a kid. Brother Branham, I get a kukana, was an orphan. And she had joined Sunday school. Had not learned how to pray. And then she was heard saying, I don't know whether by the pastor or by the Sunday school teacher. And she was saying, a B C D E B C D E F I J K L M N W X Y Z Amen. Amen. And she would repeat it. And then the Sunday school teacher asked, Girl, what kind of prayer is that? Just repeating alphabet. And saying, Amen. He said, you know, I don't know how to tell God. But down in school, in kindergarten, they taught us that every word of or every word on earth is composed of those 26 alphabets. Are they 26? Huh? When I was in school, I remember that it was 26. 
I don't know how to pray. But since everyone is made up of the 26 alphabets, that's why I'm speaking all these letters that God may put them together to make the words that I could have said. And then Brother Branham said, Brother Branham Nagamba, that is prayer. Honest. Be honest. Some of you, when we are praying, you're not honest. And you think you scare God. Be honest. Speak out your heart. Speak out your heart. God can take your heart and he makes words out of the that word. The words that you would have Bible spoken. That's why the Bible says that the Holy Spirit prays for us, pleading for us in unutterable groanings in groanings that you cannot utter. Because sometimes you have a confusion in you. You have a trouble in you. That you feel there is no vocabulary. There are no words that you can form to tell God. But there is such a burden on your heart. You need God. And you know God alone can help you. And as you go before God in prayer, the Holy Spirit will pick that burden and he will give you groanings. Groanings. And as you're groaning, the Holy Spirit is telling God words through that groaning. And your need will be met. Because God reads your heart. I remember speaking that, those words to a man this morning. Coming down from home, a man called me he told me he's called Apostle Kayanja. He called you by the phone? Yeah, he appreciated me my preaching on Kabozi. He was saying truly the Roman Catholic Church they are the ones who changed so many things. As you have been saying and then the reformers started bringing back discovering all that was taken away. This is also one of them that I want to talk to you. They changed the name of God. The name of Jesus. In the original he is called Yehoshua. Yehoshua Masak, something like that. And then, 
Bible says, he that, that shall call upon the name Uh, the name of the son of god something like that so when they changed it salvation is not there unless you go back to that name so i told him uh, to me the way you pronounce the name of god is not the issue the way you pronounce it i told him i have uh, i've made it uh, white people and when they are pronouncing my name they call me baikwaso bampita baikwaso 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 i say yes sir because i know they are meaning me they are to me. but i'm not baikwaso That's not the way to pronounce it. But their direct cannot pronounce it the right in my direct. But because I know that is the name they are talking about. I answer back. You're going to meet these kind of people. Confuse confusers. So I want to arm you. I told him Yehoshua and Yesu. I don't have to first learn Hebrew. Omuganda doesn't need to learn Hebrew first. Omuganda to be able to call God. Like the Muslims how they are in error. Their God does not know Luganda. He does not know Chori. He does not know Soga. My God knows Soga. If my God spoke Lusoga, you would marvel. If my God would speak Lugisu, you would marvel. If my God spoke Lingara, if he spoke Lingara, you would marvel. Now, them, their God, knows only one language. And you have to first learn it. And then you say, in Arabic because that's the language that he hears you have to learn that language and the, the pronunciations to be able to speak to their god because he's an arab our god is a god of all flesh Our God knows our languages. So I don't have to burden myself. I don't have to burden myself to learn to pronounce words in a Hebrew way or in an English way to be able to speak to God. Spelling. And he said, don't you see someone might say Baikwaso, but the spelling remains the same. The other time I wrote to a certain brother, a white man, I was telling him about issues of a certain brother. Now as he was writing to him, 
I gave him the phone number of the brother I was telling him about. So as he was writing to the other brother, he wrote and said, Pastor Gideon Baikwaso Uganda told me about such an issue. But if you would see the way he wrote my name, it's not even Baikwaso, it's by something. There is a way he wrote that name. But still I knew he was talking about it. Because that white man, it is hard for him to write that name. That's how he was created. That's his language. You cannot tell him, say, if you told a white, man, a white man to speak that name, he cannot. But scholars now the scholars who wrote the Bible they sought for ways to simplify things for us so that we can pronounce the name of Jesus in an easy way in our way because if you look at that name Yehoshua it is Jesus those, those names are related they did not say Yoshua, then translated that Marvin. Those things that don't even match. They match, but the dialect differs. Where it is easily mentionable. They decided to put in a dialect where it is. So, where is the problem? The Bible says, in my name. You shall cast out demons. When there is only one name that has power, that has salvation, and a heaven. Whatever you ask the Father, in my name, I will grant it. Let us ask ourselves when we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Does the father respond when we don't say Yehoshua? My shark. Oh. I don't even know how to speak those things. Yehoshua, my shark. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But if I say in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, does Jehovah respond? Yes, sir. When we say you demon, I cast you out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do they run away? Do they live? So the name of Jesus is known in heaven, is known in heaven, and also named and feared in hell. Regardless of the mis-pronunciation. Then, I told the man, when you say spelling, this is not a, a document. 
or a passport or a document that you take to court or to an immigration office. And they say, you see, this name Gideon is spelled this way. But in your passport, it is spelled this way. Therefore, the sparing me is different. So the other one is a different person. No. Our God knows our hearts. He knows our intentions. And he knows what we are saying when we are speaking. He does not really follow the words we are speaking. He follows with the lips. He follows what the heart is speaking. Praise God. That's what he recognizes. We can say A, B, C, D, E, G, H, I, J, K. In the name of Jesus, amen. And we have made a prayer. Because our hearts. I'm not teaching that that's the way you should start praying. No. That was a method of that kid who didn't know how to speak. Praise God. But really, God does not take us by, I mean in prayer, God does not really take just the words we are telling him. That's why it is wrong just to recite a, a prayer. A prayer written in a book. God looks at our hearts as we pray. But the heart is telling him is what he takes. So prayer is that simple. That can even be tried by a kid. Praise God. Now, let us go back to this uh, thought. You see, the arrows of the Lord is deliverance. This man is given the right weapon. The hand of God is on it. It is inspired. It is anointed. It is ordained to finish his enemy. But he applies it with a slothful heart. That is the problem. Where the problem is. Last Sunday we, saw, we, we read a quote. And brother, that's what the matter with the church today. The reason we don't see vision. And we have just a little narrow-minded thought. Is because we don't pray long enough. Or do something long enough until the Spirit of God comes into our midst. Yes, pray long enough. Now hear this also. This is from a message El Shaddai. El Shaddai. It says, and everything that he gave Abraham by promise he gave to Abraham and, and his conjunction. 
and he said after him. And Abraham and he gave it to Abraham and whatever he told Abraham I'm your shield I'm your reward I will bless you. I will multiply you. Whoever will bless you will be blessed. Whoever will hurt you, that's, that's about whoever will curse you. Whoever will curse you will be cursed. Meaning whoever will hurt you, I will also hurt him. Hallelujah. I'm your reward. Whatever he promised Abraham, he promised it to him, to him, and to his seed. His seed. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you are Abraham's seed? I thought you belong to the Mbogo clan. I thought you were I thought you belong to Fumbe clan. I thought you Musita. Mademanyori Musita. I thought you Mugahi. Mademanyori Mugani. Ah ah. Neda. Oli Sadaria Abraham. You are Abraham's seed. Gomukiriza. You the believer. Woo. Oli. And listen to this. For me, I believe in you so much. Last Sunday I told you. There is a pastor went and said, all the girls and the boys in this church. There is no one who is saved. Those days people used to say, let's go to the churches of the born again. People will get good girls there. They are not there. They are no longer there. Here there is no some, anyone who is saved here. For me I don't pastor such a church. If it, the church was like that. I can't pastor such things. I'd rather go back and do my own things. For me I believe the gospel that we've preached from here. It has power. It has the blood of Jesus in it. The spirit of God is in there. He has really saved people. And he has given them eternal life. They are going to heaven. And he has changed them. They love God. With their whole lives. And they trust God. Like Abraham did. Like he trusted God. I've heard people say pastors. They, 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 they are trying to fight for the churches to be opened. It's because of the tithes and the offerings. Because the money is not coming anymore. If you're pastoring those people who are not saved, 
But they come to church. Those who are not saved who come to church. They are the ones that you need. To be there and you call them. And you tell them offerings. But a child of God. He doesn't first need to be in a building. To give tithe. And offerings. No. Abraham. Abraham. He wasn't in the church. But when he went after and slaughtered the kings who had taken his brother Lord, he slaughtered them all with their armies. He took spoils from them. He came back with the spoils. With the things that he carried back with him, God's tithe was in there. And when he met Melchizedek, he gave him tithe. They were not in church there. There was no church there. He was coming from woe. But he had already taken God's portion. A child of God. Truly. The Pentecostal pastors as I'm speaking. I doubt whether they are still receiving tithe. Because they don't have true believers. They don't have them. They have these uh, followers, just the ones that are just excited. But a real believer, excited. he doesn't need to be excited. He doesn't even need to be reminded. It's in his heart. The seed of the word is in his heart. That I have to give God tithe from whatever he receives. And offerings. In whatever situation he is in. He puts God first. He doesn't, he doesn't need the believers to be around him to see what he's doing. So that he can try to avoid sin. If they're not there, then he has chance now to do it. Even if you take him to Babylon, and he's there alone, surrounded by non-believers, they are pressurizing him to do what they want. If those things break the word of God, he will not do them. That's the believer. He's like a tree that is planted on a rock. On this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall never prevail against it. And others say, Why don't you pray from your homes? Scriptures say that a church, that the heart is your church. Let them give me that scripture. There is no scripture that says that the heart of a human being is the church. It is not there. The temple and the church are different. Temple is a dwelling place. 
Yeah. God dwells in us. But a church, Bible Gamba, the Bible says, never forsake assembling together. So when we are demanding opening of churches, we are, we are, we are advocating that for that scripture to be fulfilled. So that we assemble. Because the Lord said, never forsake the assembling of together. Praise God. So the church is a mystical body or a mystic body of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And it is composed of many believers. The church is a mystic body. It's not your heart. No, it's not one individual's heart. Or one individual's body. The church is a body mystic of Jesus Christ made of many members. It is not a building. Even when we say our church is to be open, we're not talking about this building. We are talking about fellowship. So the believers can come together in fellowship. If it is in a field, if it is under a tree, that is a fellowship now. That is every member feeling the other member. Every member of the body feeling the other member and serving the other member. When you, when you are hungry, Hallelujah. Amen. Brother legs. Takes you to the shop. You buy brother hand. Reaches in the pocket. And pays money. And bread is given to brother hand. He carries it home. And he cuts it. And he's he say, he serves it to brother mouth. And brother mouth, the other brothers, they are called brother teeth. They work together to, to digest it. To the father he can. And then they send it to other brothers who are more digestive. That is in the stomach. And brother enzyme. And brother intestine. One who turns it and then brother enzyme does something. And then breaks it to the smallest particles. 
And then brother Kapirari. Kati brother Kapirari. Some small veins in the stomach. Obusuwa suwa butono tunomo mubienda mubutu. Kapirari's. Asibanyu anani brother Kapirari. I don't know who is brother Kapirari here. They pick it. Nabone baji kuata. Send it. Send it. Nebaji weleza. To brother blood. Eri brother Musai. Brother blood. Brother Musai. Sends it around the body. Najitambuzo kujibu nyomu bidi. And then. Katiao. Brother eyes eat. Brother maso naria. Brother hands eat. Brother mikono naria. Brother legs eat. Brother maguru naria. Every brother eats. Buli waruganda naria. Brother hair eat. Brother mviri naria. Brother nail eat. Brother anjala naria. And then the body. Katiao mubiri. The church together e kanisa wamu. is strong. It's a revival. Kukudobucha. We need one another. Every Every member needs an attachment with the other member and the service of the other member. That's what it means. But there is no scripture that says your body your heart is a, is a church. Where is, where is such a scripture? Where did Jesus enter building? And said it's written. My father's house shall be a place of worship. Shall be a place of prayer. But you have turned it into a den of thieves. And he drove them out. Praise God. Was he beating the body? I mean, was he saying it is written? Your heart shall be a place of prayer. Huh? He drove them out of the building. The children of God gather to fellowship. We also respect the building. Because it's a place. It was put there. The hospital. It's not the building that is in Mulago. You can make your hospital under the tree. And it's a hospital. So long as you put the services there. It's a hospital. But there is a building that was prepared to be a place where people are treated. So let's leave that. Let's go back there. Everything that he gave Abraham by promise he gave to Abraham and is a conjunction. Nagatako. And he sit after him. Aren't you glad? You are Abraham's seed. Oh, I'm so glad. So I started by telling you. May I don't believe that here we have crooks. And rascals. No, we have children of God. This message has power. It has made people here 
and other areas of other places of the world different places in this country where different churches are of the bride where this message is preached it has transformed lives made them sons and daughters of God called them from Kajong culture from Teso culture from Descendants of Abraham. Sons and daughters. They are directly connected. As my hand is connected to my body. To Abraham. And the blessings. And the royal blood of Abraham runs through their veins. Their spiritual veins. And every promise that he gave Abraham is theirs. Is ours. This message has done that. And the message is powerful. Yesterday I was speaking to someone and remember what was told the preview of the bride. He was shown the preview of the bride. He was in a vision. And the Lord told him, I'll show the bride. She will pass by again. So, now, he waited to see the bride. When he waited to see the bride, he saw a group that passed by. They were putting on almost naked. They were playing rock and roll. Boogie woogie. They were dancing rock and roll. Be careful with these things that are called modern things. These are modern things. Worship Worship has never been rock and roll. Worship is is, is a still it touches the heart. It touches the heart. But not this boogie woogie. Rock and roll. Now those are the things that he saw. When he saw those things, he got so sad. He said, all the time traversing this country, that we've been traversing this country, preaching this gospel, laboring day and night, is this what we have produced? The angel told him, no. The bride will come. So those people, who went on like that, they are being Led by a witch with a long nose and witch. And he said they, it was the bride of America. They went into chaos. They are these ones that you hear. These are these ones who dance stamina. 
These ones who go on the pool platforms and dance naked. That they are modern. They've copied that from the bride of America. Chaos. But the voice then told him the real bride is coming. After those ones had passed, there came the bride. He said, I've never seen good people humble like I saw. Their women had long hair. They had long dresses. They were putting on clothes that were fitting. Let me tell you. Climax. This is a generation of climax. Maximum. The wicked, wickedness is going to the maximum. Is at, cli- is at climax. They cannot get beyond where they are now. Tell me what is beyond a pastor coming to the pulpit to sing with a naked body. How Where else? Can, how worse can he become? And there he's on TV. TV. Naked. How worse can? Is there anything worse than that? What Climax. And also righteousness is to the climax. We have seen ladies, sisters in America, Canada, Canada, Europe, white sisters, where you think that is maybe the origin of modernization. And modernity and spoiledness. They are more decent than our sisters here in even, let me say, speckled bird. They are more decent than our girls here in Uganda. The sisters in America, Canada, Canada, they dressed to here. To hear. They dress to hear. Even if they dress to hear, no problem. But to hear, you can never see where their breasts begin. And then their dresses are wide. And they go to the top. Huh? In this age? Yes, sir. That's what the message came to do. Everything is going to the climax. So he saw such pass before him. And they were in the line. And they were singing something like, Onward, Christian. Soldiers, marching, with the cross of Jesus, going on before. 
was the royal master leads against the fall <laughs> to face the enemy. Praise God! He's the captain of the army. He's the one leading us. He has sounded for the trumpet. That shall never sound retreat. He came down with an open ball. Stepping on land and on the sea to lead the bride to millennium. There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ to overcome this war. There is still so touching, heartfelt singing. It's still there that brings tears from the eyes. It's still there, brother. Hallelujah. The bride has a sieve. Thinking man is filled. The bride doesn't take the pleasures of this world. She filters. Even in science. Even in technology. She filters. And takes the good things. And he uses it. And the bad things. She abandons them. The phone, she filters. The dirty things are in there. And she leaves them out. The good things, she uses them. She filters. She has a thinking man's filter. We're in a world. But we're not of the world. That's the bride of Jesus. He said they were putting on their national attires. Hallelujah. Amen. They had their flags, national flags. And you would know that's a Germany. And you would know this group is Baganda. These ones are Baganda. These ones are Banyarwanda. These ones are Banyankole. These ones are Congolese. They were putting on according to their cultures where they came from. Praise God. Come out and do this way. Go in the churches of Congo. It is a way they put on their bitenges. They are, they are long and they are white. They are neat and good looking. But you can say these are Congo. According to the way they are putting on. Go to Ghana. There is a South African, I mean a West African attire. You can tell these are South Africans. I mean West Africans. So that's what Brother Brom saw. He could tell which country they are coming from. Calling it how they are dressed. Listen. Praise God. That is going to be the, that is going on today. Praise God. So, every 
Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line, I'm trusting in his loud divine. For every promise in the book is mine. It is yours. Whoever will, let him come and drink from the fountains of the waters of life freely. It's for whoever will come. So God done this for Abraham. And Abraham being a hundred years old. And Sarah 90 years old. Little grandma now. Likely a, a little shovel over her shoulder. And a little dust cap on. On a little stick was going around like this. Well, about a few days after that, he was setting out in the hot sun one morning. And oh, it must have been a terrible time. We are about the 18th chapter now. Or the 19th. He was setting out in the hot sun. The herdsmen come up and said, Oh my, they are carrying on. The water, the, the water is all gone. And everything looked like it was going wrong. Watch out when that happens. Are you catching? Are you with us? Are you following? Watch when everything seems like it's coming to an end. Like everything seems like it's going wrong. Watch out. Amen. Amen. Huh? To a question. When that happens, is a blessing laying just beyond there. And Satan is trying to, to do his best to keep it away from you. Listen. When God has a promise to you, and it comes a time in your life and it seems like things, everything is going wrong, it means the blessing is just ahead there. But the devil is raising dust. To, to hinder you from reaching that place. I've seen that in my life. When I go to pray, listen, we are speaking about the arrows of God's deliverance with a fervent heart and doing things with fervency. Uh huh. And Satan is trying to be able to keep it away. I've seen that in my life. When I go to pray, I'll get out in the woods, the green briars, no, green briars, uh -huh. 
You don't have obsana sana wewe. Obsana sana wewe. Obsana. Sima hiva mekawa nyumiru wakusavira mubusana yomumagwe yomusiko. I don't know how many enjoy to pray from the bushes on the rocks up there in the mountains. In those bushes. There is something about that. Eriyeche enja ureyo. Something about that. Eriyeche enja uru. You don't have them here, do you? But we have plenty of them back in the east. And they scratch you. And you get over here in the sun, shines down through the streets, the trees on you. You get over here, the hillside, and you are praying like this. And over here, there is too many rocks. And mosquitoes is biting. And oh, everything. Now, when you get to that kind of a place, just throw up your arms and say, Hallelujah God, you are calling me and I'm answering to you. Something is going to happen. That's why. Because there is a blessing laying there. And Satan is trying to fight you. He's an old mean split foot anyhow. He's trying his best to keep you away from the from that blessing. Just tell there. Till you prayed through. I don't care. I don't. I don't. No care. Let the mosquitoes bite. Whatever takes place. Just stay with it. Because Satan will rob you from that if he possibly can. And that's why Sister Catherine was saying as she was giving her testimony, they would come here and say, now look at the dust here. There is dust here. There is coldness here. Is this the right place for you to stay? This is not a hospital. She's not a hospital. But she has come to speak to God. And she was determined, she said, I want to close my ears to those things. I want to be like I'm not feeling any pain. But let me pray. Because I need God. He's the one who has the answer to my life. There are certain things, even if you'd go to the hospital, they won't help you there. And the help for your issue is from God alone. And it's a situation that you can even explain to anyone and he understands what you're talking about. It's God only. And you go to him and tell him your issues. Now those are the people who receive the promises of God. Have you heard? And you go, the briars scratch you. Huh? Then 
And when you start to pray, the mosquitoes come and they surround you. Some of you fear caterpillars. There is someone that I've thought about if that person sees a caterpillar there. There are people who can't play in the bushes because they go looking around them themselves. Is there a caterpillar here or whatever? Now there will be things to that the devil uses so that you don't reach your blessings. But you ignore those things. Ignore the mosquitoes. Those mosquitoes will not kill you. Pray. This is your chance to speak to God. He's more than a mosquito. He's more than those caterpillars. Speak to God. Let there be no hindrances to you. He's the he's the he's that's how a fighter fights. Yes, that's how a warrior fights. That's how a warrior fights. We have to fight until we possess. Until we overcome. Until we conquer. Conquer your enemy. Destroy your enemy. Before your enemy destroys you. Use every weapon. Fight him with every weapon. If you lose all the weapons, scratch him. If your nails break, Bite him. If you lose your teeth, come him. Fight until you overcome. The promise is there for you. Should I must fight? If I would rise, increase my courage, Lord. Don't be slothful. Be fervent. And you say, if God wants, I'll get it. God wants. He promised it to you. It's yours. But you have to fight for it. Let's read one more quote. quote. But maybe the same message. It's a good message. God is speaking to the church through this message. Oh my, look here. There is a promise out yonder of divine healing. There is a promise of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Before you ever get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you may have to cut through the Methodist, the Baptist, the Presbyterian, the Christian science, everything else. But if you are ready to go get it, it's out there for you. God promised it and sent it to you. Amen. Amen. And look if, and look, I'll give it to you. The hand is yours. The, hand, the land is over there. 
But before you get there, you've got to fight. That's what's the matter with people today. They are afraid to stand and fight. What we need is, I must fight if I should reign. Increase my courage, Lord. Must I be carried home to heaven? the flower bed of his. While others fought to win the prize. And sailed through bloody seas. No, I must fight if I must reign. That's right. Oh, we are so wishy-washy. Boneless and helpless. Spineless as worms. I think of old Buddy Robinson. He got down in the conflict. In the cornfield, he said, Lord, if you don't give me the Holy Ghost, when you come back to earth, you're going to find a pile of bones laying here. If we ever get that, if we ever get that sincere, something is going to happen. He said, Lord, give me plenty of knowledge in the gable end of my soul. Let me fight the devil. That, that, that is Buddy Robinson. Let me fight the devil as long as I got a tooth in my mouth. Then come him till I die. And that's what he did. There is a battle in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a battle in Gilead to heal the sin-sing soul.
cast down but not destroyed Father Lord give us strength to fight all and to victory let us fight on Lord give us strength to fight until the enemy is finished give us strength to fight let us not retreat help us not to surrender to the enemy help us not to bow to the enemy when we can bow before you we are bowing before you and never before the enemy help us Lord give strength to the weak Lord help your children Lord to fight in prayer fight with the blood of Jesus fight with the cross of Calvary fight with the word of God against the enemy never to budge not never to bow never to step back but to move forward never to pull any punches but to push them forward oh help us Lord be kind, be merciful thank you Lord hear the sick Lord bless the offerings that have been brought in Bless the givers, Lord. Bless the pledges for buying a better system. Using a public address that can give us good technology to transmit the service to far areas. Help us, Lord. Those who have played, those who have given in, those who have sent their tithes, those who have sent their offerings, I pray blessing for them. May you open the windows of heaven and pour blessings their way that they will lack even room to pour them. May you rebuke the devourer. Bless and prosper your children. I commit them in your hands, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that you take us through this week successfully. Let your presence never leave us. Let it never fail us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray for the team that is here. Of your servants, Lord. Those playing music. The translator. The trustee. Brother Martin. Brother Martin. And those are in, who are on the camera. Those who are on the computer. The technicians. Everyone around here, Lord. Having his shoulder on the plow. Bless and prosper. And bless your children in their homes and wherever they are. In this country. All other countries where they are following with us, fellowshipping with us, and those who even who will watch it later on, let them share your blessings. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We thank you. We give you glory and honor. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.